Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. So, I have a few themes going on in my head uh, over the last few days. And I've, I've talked in previous podcasts about this idea, and I think we're all doing this, but I don't think we're all aware that we're doing this. So there, there isn't this concept of time as we think of it. Time is like a really weird thing. And we are on these timelines and everybody is a bit on their or is on their own timeline. We come together and we share timelines. So we like we make meetings and this and that and um and actually our lives are in the present moment. Our lives are just in the present moment and that's it. There there's always the present moment is is actually all we ever have. Like Eckhart Tolle talks wrote an entire book about this, the presence the power of now. Um, and when I read it, and when I read a lot of things, I did not understand it until I understand it now, what he was talking about. Sometimes it takes me years <laughs> to really understand something. And I noticed that when I'm even talking to people, like I was talking to my mother about something recently and she was very, very quiet, and I don't know if it was because she didn't agree with me, or but it's more likely that what I was talking about, she didn't quite understand, and it's not, it's not that she doesn't have the capacity to understand, it's just, I wasn't able to really understand until I actually experienced it. Does that make any sense? I actually started to experience this, that time was weird. And in fact, I think in the summer of 2018, I, I was, I was somehow in the middle of some kind of vortex or not vortex. I'm not sure what the word is of all of these ideas of time and parallel lives and dimensionality. And so I was sort of weaving in and out very quickly of these of these timelines, these dimensions and these um potentialities and understanding like I started to understand the concept of um parallel lives. I really did like I and I still see people that look a lot like somebody else like it's some kind of version of them it's not them but it's some kind of version of that person but and so I'm sort of so I talk quite a bit in my material about about like because i I'm basically checking in with my emotions. I'm checking in with my thoughts. I practice um, 
the art of creating because I, I become very aware of the fact that we do create our reality based on our core values, our beliefs, our, so we are creating our reality, whether we know it or not. So I have decided to do that consciously. So I am consciously creating my reality. And to this point, I have not mastered these skills, but I am learning I am learning the art. So I'm in the middle of learning how to create the life that I desire rather than just having to put up with what happens to me and understanding that everything really, I created it somehow. I created a situation somehow. One of the things that I've also been doing over the last, especially the last year, is I've just been facing things that in the past would have really scared me. Like I've just been, I've been facing it, okay, um, because, okay, <laughs> I've always believed, I, I have believed in the understanding that we ask and it is given. What is what has been the bugaboo for me to this point has been the lag in the actual receiving of whatever it is that I ask for. And in the past I I had, you know, well, it just wasn't meant for me, or God doesn't want me to have it, or I, I have I've spent years feeling withheld from. That I was somehow, you know, this understanding it wasn't my time, but it, it wasn't a real trust. It was it was also just this that I have to just deal with what comes my way, you know, asking God what is my path. And then at some point I started to understand that I needed to define what it was that I wanted. What was it exactly that I was wanting? And but in all actuality everything is really very topsy turvy. I I had watched this um TikTok recently. I watched too much TikTok, I just admit that I was watching this TikTok and she was saying there was some book that she was reading and she was talking about that happiness is the way to success. We don't get happy after after our success. We just get happy and then our life is successful. And I think that that is true because Oftentimes, that thing that we thought was going to make us happy doesn't, or it is very transitory. It comes and then it goes, and it doesn't really make us genuinely happy. And so I'm 
I'm just in this um, really weird space of, you know, I, I, I guess I, I got some rejection this week. I got rejection from a publisher that I had sent my book to like a long time ago, actually. And I got that rejection and then I um, got rejected on a, I've been actually applying for some, some positions that would be online where I could work from anywhere. And I, I got rejected from one of those as well. So, and then I got another, um, from a rejection this week, and I can't remember what it was right at the moment, but, and, (laughs) and so sometimes I'm just like, oh, really? So we can be, do, or have anything that it is we desire. This is what Abraham Hicks says. We can be, do, or have anything it is that we desire. So, but it's all, it is all literally in my mind. It's all in my mind. It hasn't quite come into my physicality. Although I have to say when I really just sit and ponder, I've got a really great life. I really do. And I had this really wonderful thing happen this week. I just couple things that I just wanted to share like yesterday I've been needing a new roof ever since I moved into the place that I live in right now they the person that owned this place before me was really cheap and somebody went up there and put shingles on the roof but did not staple them so over the years my the shingles have been flying off and now nearly all of them have flown to the very very top of the of the steep and so I'm I'm and I had put into my insurance company a few years ago about three years ago and they had they had said, okay, we're going to give you this much for that roof. So I basically had really bad insurance. I mean, I did. It was not very good insurance. And since then, I had changed insurance companies. And yesterday, and so I was just like, okay, I just have to, I have to face this. And just, okay, find out how much is it going to be. So yesterday I called my insurance company and I pay a deductible of $1,000 and they pay the rest. And I was just like, oh my God. So I'm going to be getting my new, my new um, roof. And I am just so incredibly excited about that. Uh, I cannot even say how excited I am about that. Um... And so I feel very, very blessed (laughs) in so many ways. Like I, and then the other day, so I, I got my new floor. I know I'm bragging, but I just have to, I have to say just that it has been years 
it had been years that I had wanted that floor. And I have to tell you, every time I stand on it, it makes me so happy. Every time I walk on it, every time I sweep it, every time I mop it, I absolutely love this floor. I just love it. I'm so grateful for it. And, um, and so I don't think it's ever going to really wear off my joy about this floor. <laughs> it's really beautiful. I mean, it really is. Um, and so, and so I, I, um, and so I had recently come into some money and I was, I was planning to use it to go to be in the proximity of this person that I would like to see again. And I did, I did ask the universe, I, I actually just really fervently asked them for a sign, like a sign that I couldn't dispute. I needed a definite sign of me going to be in this person's proximity. And um, there's, he, he's got a number, it's like 555, I don't know why, but um and I saw a couple of series of 555 yesterday, but I mean the other day, but it wasn't, it wasn't that that really blew my socks off. It was, <laughs> it was a, it was a song. It was like his song. It was like definitely his song or one of his songs and um, and I walked into Trader Joe's and it was playing on the radio and it was like stopped me dead in my tracks. Because that's really how God talks to me. God, the entourage that is around me, they talk to me through music, through symbols, through um, all kinds of different means. <laughs> like last night I thought it was so funny I, I absolutely love I see hearts in all kinds of really weird places like one time I saw a heart in because I would buy um I buy special beef and I open the beef and there's this heart in the beef like this cutout this perfect cutout of a heart I'm wondering if they do that with and there's a heart in every single one of their beef, ground beef. But I've never seen one before and I've never seen one again. <laughs> I see them in like these chicken things that I make for my kids. I just, I just see hearts everywhere. And last night I was going for my evening walk and I looked out and there's this perfect blue heart just sitting on the ground like a children's like um foam stickers <laughs> oh my gosh that that was so sweet um they come to me and birds and just all kinds of um ways and so i had taken that as a definite that i should be planning for but then something came over me 
Um, and then I also have to share that I had the other day, um, <laughs> I'm driving and I'm thinking about him and I look over and there's this guy walking along with a t-shirt with something on it that was like a direct symbol of him. And I thought that was just unbelievable. I was just like, oh my God, that is so weird that I'm thinking about him. And then there's a symbol on this guy's t-shirt that of him. So I had like that day. Um, but yesterday I just really had a lot of negativity coming over me. And, and in the evening I was just, I was just almost in tears. I mean, I just, I just felt like just crying. I, I don't know how to describe this except that I feel incredibly isolated. I feel very isolated. I, I have my work, my workmates, my children. I call my mom once in a while and that's it. And it, and to some it may sound like too many, but I'm like, I'm alone a lot. And and sometimes I just I just felt this incredible sense of loneliness. And I and I see people like breezing through relationships. You know, just or staying with a certain person and and I'm single. I'm perpetually single. And I don't really understand why. And then there was this article, you know, that had been written by a by a um, by a, a a dating coach, and she had said, you know, oh, these are seven reasons why you're single. So I go to read it, and I was like, it's like, oh my god, and I don't know if I'm like any of them. It was like, it was like you've you're introverted, which is true. I am very introverted. People try to say that that's not true about me, but, but they don't know me then because people who really know me know that I am a fairly introverted person. Um, but then it was like saying, um, you're really insecure. You're there were like, <laughs> there was like seven reasons, you know, and and as even as I'm talking about this, I don't think this woman is talking about the art of manifesting, like the law of attraction, for lack of a better term. And so she's she's not talking about manifesting somebody. She's just talking about I don't know. So a lot of things that we actually come in contact with don't have context in our situation but we 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 have this habit of of trying to make it 
be in the context, you know, and, and, and then I have to say, you know, because I'm always saying there are no accidents. So why am I reading this? Why am I reading this? If there are no accidents, why, why do I get a certain TikTok if there are no accidents that might be like unsettling to me? So here's the thing, like if something is, you know, so then I just didn't pay very much attention to it. So we, we have to become incredibly selective about what we pay attention to and what we don't. It's, it's selective attention. And, and, it, and it can also be with people. It can be like not people, situations, you know, all kinds of things, just selectively not paying attention to certain things. <clears throat> and so I had this like feeling and, and, and it relate, this is how it relates to how I started this, this podcast is that yesterday for a period of time, I was living like literally living in the past I had like the past emotions I had the past you know uh feelings I would just was just living in the past instead of my future so or even the present. So, and so some of the things that I do when I, when I get off, and I, I was off for a few hours yesterday, I just felt off like most of the day. I don't know how to describe it, and I don't know, <laughs> and I'm sitting here laughing, and it's really not funny. Um, the other thing is, that I have not talked about in quite a while, and that is food. I don't think that we understand exactly how powerful food is in our body. And the day before yesterday, I had eaten a whole bunch of like sugar, just full on sugar. I, <laughs> my son had these um, gummy bears that had melted in his car. It was so funny. And I got into them and I started pulling pieces off of it and eating them. And I just, I was just even sick as I was doing it. I'm just like, oh my God, I am so sick. And so even food, like really, really crappy. And, the, and then like over the weekend, we had had cake. So I had been eating dairy, a ton of dairy, which is really bad for me. Um, and I just fell off the wagon. I just did. I, I, on my dietary and I, it doesn't really matter to me what other people think because there are some people who have the frame of mind that we can 
eat whatever it is that we want and not be affected by it. But that that doesn't seem to ring true in my case. And so some of some of what was happening yesterday may have been that I had indulged too much in I'd had a sugar hangover. <laughs> because I just felt off. I just did. Like I just felt I just can't it was like I wasn't a hundred percent. I was you know, 90%. And when you spend a good percentage of your life at 100%, when you're 90%, you're off. And so there's something to be very, very grateful for, right? To have huge amount of gratitude that I'm at 100% so much of the time that when I get bumped up, bumped off even 10%, it's a pretty major shift and so what do we do what do we do sometimes I just and what I did was I just sort of rode the wave I just continued to try to focus on things in my life that were going well like my new roof which I'm really excited about I'm getting caught up at work which is amazing um, I'm getting my billing in and my notes done in a more timely manner. I um, I'm trying to figure out because the place I work for told me at the eleventh hour on Monday that I have tomorrow off Friday. It's Good Friday, um, and Sunday is Easter, and I'm we're planning our yearly. Easter egg hunt in a little courtyard by my house with my neighbor that I just adore. Um, and so I, I decided to focus on things that were going well in my life. And one last thing before I end this podcast. <laughs> I've been thinking about the fact that I oftentimes feel the need to change the name. Like for my for my listeners and my readers, I I I try to change the name so that they don't associate it with God. Because God has been so distorted in our culture, in our, in our world. Like, God has been so distorted and, and is incredibly judgmental and is mean and is kind of hateful, is going to send you to hell. A huge duality their chosen few, and the rest of you are just, you know, I mean, and that is not the God that I believe in. But I believe in God nonetheless. But I was thinking about how David Hawkins, whom whose work really did have the most profound impact on my life as any other. Um, Not that I didn't enjoy other people's writing, but David Hawkins had the biggest impact on my life. 
And he always talked about God. He didn't use the word, you know, source. He didn't use the word. I mean, he, he may have said, you know, that God is the source of everything that is. But I mean, he was very comfortable with the word God. And I noticed that people are, and it's sort of like, it's sort of like my, my same feeling about even Jesus. I don't talk about Jesus very much, although Jesus, I follow the teachings of Jesus. So, so, I mean, I would consider myself, but I'm not a Christian. I don't believe in, in the biblical interpretation necessarily of the literal interpretation of, of Jesus. The, I don't believe in the tenets of the Christian church. I guess I could say that. And so I'm in this really weird spot with it. There's some people that are calling it a progressive Christian. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if I would call myself a progressive Christian. Because there are some there are some tenets in the Christian religion that you absolutely must believe in and actually to be called a Christian and I'm I would not I don't believe in cuz going back to I do not believe in that God. I don't and I was talking to my mother the other day about it, and I was saying, because we have a lot of people in our family who do believe in that God and that Jesus and the tenets of the of the Christian church. And so I was saying, you know, God in essence is love. Love. God is love. And that which is love cannot be that which is the essence which is which is synonymous with love cannot be anything but love. And and so and this sort of relates to what I'm going through in the moment. And going back to this to this idea somehow that God is, you know, withholding from me. That for some reason I'm the anomaly and I can't be, do, or have whatever it is that I want, referring back to Abraham Hicks. And I, and so, and so I, I have to go back to my, to my fundamental belief in what God is and the essence of God. And I said, and I say that God, God's love is equal and non-biased. It just radiates. And we are the ones that block it. We just block it. We block it by our beliefs. We block it. These are some really, really challenging things to move past. To move past the fear of God. 
is incredibly challenging. And so a lot of people just throw out God then. There is no God. Because they cannot wrap their brain around a God that is just loving. And it also doesn't really fit in to what we actually see at times. Like catastrophe. Um, horrible acts. It's like but part of part of that is the freedom. And so people have the freedom to be horrible, to choose to be horrible. And some stuff, I mean, I don't understand. I don't. But in these moments where I'm, where I'm, less than 100% and I'm feeling kind of, I'm feeling in essence withheld from. I, I come back to that I actually believe in the goodness of God. I believe in the love of God. I believe in a God who is for me, who wants the best for me. who's going to to try to realize in my life the best for me. And it really is in essence me that is that is not allowing it for some reason, maybe based on beliefs that I don't even know that I have. And so I go back to to what it is that I believe, and that is that God, the creator of everything that is, is for us and loves us and cannot be otherwise. And so I will go to sleep, and the next day I'll be at it again. <laughs> be living in more in the present and in the future staying away from the thoughts and feelings and patterns of my past that I really don't want to live in that (laughs) anyway I thank you for listening and I will be back with other ideas and that's a wrap (laughs) 